ready for tomorrow's news today. You're listening to Speak Life with Marty Lee. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Speak Life. So glad you're here with us today, and I am really excited uh, to share with you some of the interesting things uh, that God's been speaking to me, and the Spirit of the Lord has been all over me this week, especially as I've been uh, preparing for this message tonight. Uh, but first, I want to stop and say how great it is uh, that this uh, Asbury College revival is happening. I love it, and I'm so glad to see thousands of people coming together to worship God, and it is refreshing. It's a very, very good thing, and uh, it's spreading <clears throat> all over the place, uh, which is fantastic. I've noticed online that some people uh, are actually upset by it and refuse to acknowledge it. Uh, they're kind of waiting to see, taking a kind of an attitude. Listen, <clears throat> no one has the corner on the market for revival, and I believe the motive behind some of them are they're just being upset because it's not happening for them. And so, listen, God chooses where he wants his spirit to break out in revival. And again, I think it's a beautiful thing that is happening. And the reports that I've heard has been that there's very little preaching uh, and sharing, uh, but mostly worship. And I love that part too. You know, Scripture uh, says in two different places, God promises uh, in his word that he'll restore the tabernacle of David and raise it back up again as it was before in the last in the last days. And that doesn't just mean one location. <clears throat> now, the warning that I sense <clears throat> is not to think that we have to follow a certain uh, rigid pattern in order for it to happen somewhere else. You know, it must be a genuine outpouring of worship from your heart uh, and the heart of those that are worshiping. Man, in his carnality, always wants to analyze and come up with a formula. <clears throat> you know, that's why the Bible says uh, uh, th that there are those who have a form of godliness, uh, but they deny the power thereof. That word form there is actually the word formula. People always want to formulate. And so uh, in, in our carnal uh, ways, man wants to formulate, uh, analyze things, and then formulate uh, how to recreate this again, and then market the formula. And God wants to just have the liberty to move in any way he wants to move, and uh, worship is one of the keys to a sustained move of God. Heartfelt worship, something from the depth of people's hearts. <clears throat> and so we celebrate with those who are experiencing a genuine revival at Asbury College, and we thank the Lord for the move of His Spirit. And this is also an answer to prayer. And it's the fulfillment of many prophetic words that have been spoken uh, by many great prophetic and apostolic leaders uh, over the years now. And I believe we've entered into a season of accelerated prophetic fulfillment. Amen. And God is <clears throat> very obviously, uh, he's going to very obviously fulfill prophecy. And it'll happen faster and faster until we begin to truly recognize it is the hand of God at work in every area of our life. Amen. And that brings me to my next point, our prayer wall. Uh, 
many of you have been sending in your prayer needs, and many of you have been agreeing with uh, with these prayer needs uh, for God's timely answers. And I want you to go to lifepointchurch.cc, that's L-I-F-E-P-O-I-N-T-E, church, lifepointchurch.cc. Now, CC stands for Christian Church. So, lifepointchurch.cc. Scroll to the bottom of the page there and click on the link that says, Do You Need Prayer? Click on that and it'll bring you to our prayer wall where you can send us your prayer requests and we can agree with you and we can move mountains together. Amen. From time to time, I like to share uh, the prayer requests and how God supernaturally answered those prayers. And uh, listen, it's a powerful thing when God starts moving like he's moving today. I believe we are in war right now, especially a spiritual war. There's war in the heavenlies right now, and the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, uh, but they are mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. And uh, as much as you see happening in the natural, there's more happening uh, in the spirit right now, more than the eye can perceive. And God is calling his people, I believe, to to arise and to advance the kingdom of God together. And by coming together and agreeing in prayer, uh, we are seeing strongholds broken. We're seeing deliverance. We're seeing healings. uh, We're seeing financial breakthroughs, supernatural provision showing up in ways and means that people never saw it coming. Uh, That's how you know God did it. And it's a very powerful way... Uh, for the church to come together. You know, the Bible says one can put a thousand to flight and two can put 10,000 to flight. And when we agree together, we are seeing millions of enemies, spiritual powers defeated. Amen. So that's at lifepointchurch.cc. That's the church that we pastor and that we founded here. Please take advantage of this resource Uh, for your breakthrough. Amen. I also want to thank each of you who have been praying for me and believing with me for this cough to go, excuse me, this uh, uh, virus or whatever to go. And just a quick report, uh, my vitals are perfect. Uh, My oxygen level is perfect. My uh, uh, choroided arteries are healthy and flowing well. My heart is strong. Uh, my uh, ejection fraction is strong. And this cough is almost completely gone. I think most of the week I didn't cough but two or three times. And so I want to say thank you for your prayer support and keep it coming. Amen. Uh, I appreciate you uh, being a blessing in that way. I am drying out a little bit quicker, but uh, I'm trying to stay hydrated. Amen. But <clears throat> I want to jump right into the uh, message tonight. And uh, like I said earlier, it's been an amazing week. Uh, and the clarity from the Spirit of God has been incredible. God has been speaking to me, and I believe we're operating under an open heaven like never before. And there is a release of vision and prophetic direction. And I sense some highly unusual things that have never happened before are about to take place. Amen? <clears throat> it's so important that we 
hear what God has to say. And I, I heard the Lord ask me this question, do you believe that I can do something that has never happened before? Now think about that. Do you believe God can do something for you that has never happened before? And when I heard God ask me that question, my immediate response was, yes, yes, I believe. I believe you can do anything, God. You know, it was almost like Ezekiel uh, when when the Lord took him to the valley of dry bones and said, can these dry bones live? His response was, Lord, only you know, but I believe you can do it. If anybody can do it, you can do it, God. There's nothing impossible for our God. And so I believe one of the things God is saying is he's about to do something highly unusual in your life. Hear me. God is about to do something highly unusual to bless you in your life. And I dare you to believe it. I mean that. I dare you to believe it. Throughout the Bible, men and women have experienced something highly unusual by recognizing the hand of God moving in their lives and giving glory to God and being thankful. We are in a new season. We are in a new time, and you can feel it. Everything feels uh, different, and probably the best uh, explanation that I have for it uh, is that... uh, you know, when you go from uh, junior high school to high school, you've been promoted, uh, but it feels like you're on the bottom rung of life again. <coughs> Excuse me. <clears throat> and that's how it feels <coughs> to a lot of people. Uh, but either you've been promoted, and God has put you on a higher level. And uh, you know the, the old saying that we all hate is new levels, new new devils. And that's why the warfare has kind of shifted a little bit. And it feels a little different. Everything feels a little different. Uh, but <coughs> uh, like I was saying, throughout the Bible, uh, highly unusual things happened uh, to regular men and women as they uh, recognized the hand of God on their lives. And a bold response for, to the Lord uh, when when they recognized it was God. And by obeying the voice of the Lord, they saw curses broken and unusual blessings released. And so uh, that's what I want to talk about tonight. Uh, the Lord is breaking curses and releasing unusual blessings upon his people right now. Amen. <coughs> As I stayed before the Lord this week, I heard the Lord say this, I'm breaking curses, I'm breaking iniquity, and I'm releasing unusual blessing to replace what I've removed in the curse. And so I believe we've come to a new level uh, where we're going to walk in greater blessing. Proverbs 29.18 is very familiar to this audience. It says, where there is no vision the people perish. Where there's no vision, the people perish. Uh, The word perish there uh, in the Hebrew is the word para, P-A-R-A, para. And it means they're uncovered, they're laid bare, they're exposed, and they're unprotected. So where there's no vision, the people are uncovered. 
Uh, they're laid bare, they're exposed, they're unprotected, like a city without walls, without vision. The word vision, <clears throat> the words no vision, uh, means n- no free-flowing prophetic ministry from the prophets or prophetic vision. Uh, so when there's no prophets releasing prophetic vision from God, which which is releasing uh, the external stimulus of God's voice into a situation that looks uh, difficult. <coughs> uh, people are uncovered, and they're exposed to the enemy, and they're unprotected. And it continues to say they, ca- they cast off restraint, and they go shipwreck. So I want to encourage you tonight that no matter what the news media is saying... No matter what the false prophets, I believe, in the news media are prognosticating and decreeing and declaring is going to happen, God is saying, I'm breaking off curses and I'm releasing highly unusual blessings to you. Now listen to good news and reject the bad news. Amen. Look at this verse in Deuteronomy chapter 11. In verse 26, for those of you that are taking notes, it says, See, I am setting before you this day a blessing and a curse. See, I am setting before you this day a blessing and a curse. Why? Because we have to make the choice. We have to make the choice, what are you going to believe? Whose report are you going to believe? Remember, we shall believe the report of the Lord. Uh, We have to make the choice. In other words, choose not to believe what the enemy will say. Choose not to believe uh, what false prophets are releasing in the earth. Choose to believe what God has to say. God has good news for his people. Jesus paid the price fully. He paid for everything in full. He paid for everything completely. It is finished, he said. Paid in full. And so the requirements are easy. We believe God and we choose to obey, or we don't believe God and we choose to disobey. So obey or disobey. Blessing in the Bible, you know, we say blessing, uh, and people don't actually know what the word blessing means, you know. The word blessing is a constant throughout Scripture. Actually, in the book of Genesis, uh, which is the book of beginnings, or the genesis of all revelation is in the book of Genesis, uh, it means, I mean, the the book speaks mostly about God's blessing. And the first thing God spoke blessing over was Adam and Eve. And he said, He said, I want to bless them. God always wants to bless his people. God always wants to bless his people. Let me say that a third time. God always wants to bless his people. When you are blessed of God, what does that mean? How does that show up in your life? What does blessed mean? How does it play out? I believe it's going to take me a couple good weeks of uh, unpacking this and teaching this in order for you to fully understand what God's been uh, showing me for this season of our lives. 
<clears throat> how does it play out when God blesses you? You know, there's a number of definitions for the word blessed uh, or bless <clears throat> in the Bible. But there are two that are the most popular definitions, and these are the two, that, two main ones that I want to focus on tonight. The first one means empowered, empowered. To be blessed is to be empowered. To bless means to empower someone. It means to give blessing. It means to give authority. It means to give uh, influence and persuasion to. <clears throat> that's an empowerment. Uh, that's what the first definition of bless means. The first place of blessing or empowerment in the Bible is the empowerment to have children. <clears throat> it says God blessed Adam and Eve and said, now multiply. You now have the ability or the empowerment to produce something, uh, to produce someone who is just like you. Uh, I believe part of the issue with the identity crisis in our current culture is a direct result of not having the father in the home. It has been the aim of the enemy to destroy the family <coughs> by removing the father from the home. I grew up <clears throat> in um, Homestead, Florida. It was a very uh, poor town, and uh, the welfare system was alive and well uh, in Homestead, Florida when we were growing up. And there was more benefit offered to a family if the father was not in the home. The, the financial benefit uh, that you receive from welfare, from food stamps, uh, from the WIC program, from all these, <clears throat> the WIC program was women, infant, and children. <clears throat> all these programs <clears throat> were directed to bless, uh, to double bless those that did not have the father in the home. <clears throat> and so the welfare system created an, an atmosphere where it was uh, uh, more advantageous to not have the father in the home. And so it, it engendered fatherlessness. <clears throat> and I believe we're seeing the result of that in our culture today. People don't have their identity. <clears throat> they don't know who they are, who they're supposed to be, because they do not have the, the blessing of the father in the home. I believe homelessness has become an, an, an issue because of fatherlessness, the loss of identity, the state of confusion, not knowing who they are, all a result of the nuclear family under attack. That's been the devil's number one priority, <clears throat> break up the family. It all begins uh, in, the, in, the, in the home. It all begins with the family. And so the first thing God said I was going, that he was going to bless or empower <coughs> was the family and empowering to reproduce in your own image and likeness just like God. That's exactly what the empowerment uh, was. Uh, I notice uh, on the comments here, uh, people are, are getting this. They understand that identity comes from the Father. And so in Genesis chapter 17, 
we see that empowerment continuing with Abraham and Sarah. (coughs) God speaks to Abraham at the age of 99. God tells Abraham, and I found this humorous, but he tells Abraham at 99 years old to live a blameless life. Now, what kind of trouble could a 99-year-old guy get into uh, that was worthy of blame? (coughs) God was speaking about something, though. He was speaking about blameless in his heart, meaning have, have a good attitude of heart. And then in verse 16, God says, I will bless or I will empower Sarah and give her a son. <coughs> I will bless her and make her the, mo- the mother of many nations. So the result of the blessing or the empowerment is making her the mother of nations. That's the result. That's the evidence. And so when God blesses, God gives you the empowerment to multiply in every effect. When God blesses you, he gives you the empowerment to multiply in everything in every and on every level. God continues to say to Sarah, <coughs> kings are going to come from you. Now this whole faith arena begins to kick into gear for Abraham and Sarah. Both of them actually both of them laugh at God. They laugh at what God has said, and it is a almost a um a critical laugh but it turns into a joy a laugh of joy and they're asking how could this possibly happen but god empowers them to make that happen you know many of you have prophetic words that seem impossible and you're saying how could this possibly happen well, God's releasing empowerment to you. That's part of the blessing of the prophetic. Without the vision of the, of the prophetic ministry being released to you from God, people perish. They don't have that empowerment of that blessing. And so the prophetic becomes more vital. God empowers Abraham and Sarah with his blessing. And God begins to bless them financially. Uh, You'll see from that point forward, he begins to really step into a greater financial blessing. Why? In order to birth a nation and nations. In fact, you see throughout the rest of his history, and and then Isaac, that they are blessed greater than the nations that they go into. And so... God is doing something by blessing them with the wealth of nations. So the second blessing of empowerment that I want to talk about is the ability to supernaturally prosper and succeed. So God not only empowered them for reproduction, now, that's one of the things that I believe is so important with the prophetic is the, is the ability to reproduce the prophetic in others. It is so important. One of the prophetic words that Bishop Hammond got when he was, uh, I believe, 19 years old <clears throat> was that he was given the anointing 
to reproduce reproducers who will reproduce reproducers. And that's what the prophetic does. It causes a hunger for the supernatural, a hunger for hearing the voice of God and being able to properly communicate that without mixture of your flesh, without mixture uh, of your own concepts and ideas, but the pure word of God. And so that's so vital, reproduction. And so the second level of blessing is the ability to produce prosperity and to succeed. It is an empowerment to succeed and, and prosper financially. The ability to produce blessing. In Genesis chapter 24, you see this secondary definition of blessing showing up in Abraham's life. And so this is one of Abraham's servants speaking. In Genesis 24 and verse 35, it says, he's saying, the Lord has blessed my master greatly, and he has become great, and he has given him flocks and herds and silver, and gold, and male and female servants, and camels, and donkeys. The implication is on every level, he has seen great prosperity and increase. So here the blessing is defined again. The servant of Abraham says God has blessed him and empowered his master greatly, and this is the proof This is the evidence of that level of blessing. This is the result of bless. Blessing, I will bless you. So, uh, and listen, don't say to me, well, brother, I just don't believe in that prosperity gospel. Listen, that is a lie from the pit of hell. The devil does not want you to prosper. What we saw on the, I didn't watch it, but I've seen clips. What you've seen on the Grammys, uh, what you've seen on um, movie productions. uh, That's all a result of someone evil who has money. Whoever has the money is empowered to do either evil or to do good, to curse or to bless. Some people say, well, I'll just pray blessing upon them. Listen, if you don't have action with your faith, your faith is dead. Amen? Faith without works is dead. And so God wants to empower you to prosper. He wants you to succeed financially. He wants you to walk in a level of blessing where you can make a difference in people's lives. And I've said this before. But God wants to bless you in a way and prosper you and empower you so that you can do great things and be a blessing everywhere you go. Apostle Paul said you'd be able to give to every good work. There's no such thing as a blessing without something attached to it. You can't just say, well, we're just going to pray blessing over you. No, why don't you take that a step further Use your faith and attach financial blessing to it. You know, as a ministry, we don't uh, go out of our way to uh, let our right hand know what our left hand is doing. 
we bless people. We bless other ministries. We bless people in our, in our church. We bless people all over the place. We're pouring into others constantly. Because I believe in doing more than, not that praying is limited. But I want to put action with my faith. Amen? <clears throat> so it's important for us to understand God wants to bless you and empower you to be a blessing so that you can bless others. Now, people who have a problem with the prosperity gospel have a problem with God because that is truth straight from the Word of God. Amen? How do you receive a blessing from God? And why are some people seemingly cursed and have difficulty prospering? Well, that's a big couple of questions to answer, and I'm going to do my best to answer some of that tonight and more of that next week. <clears throat> but let me point you to Jesus. Jesus continually increased in blessing. Amen? He had great wealth. Most people don't realize how wealthy Jesus was. <clears throat> he had the first megachurch. It was so big there was no building good enough for him, big enough for him. He had to meet on mountainsides. He had to be creative. And when the mountainside got too full, he had to step into a boat so that he could minister to the congregation on the mountainsides. Jesus had a massive ministry, and he had great wealth. And this is why, in the feeding of the 5,000, he had no issue in considering go and buy food to feed these people. That's what Jesus told them. Go buy food so that we can feed them. And, of course, they checked the bag. Judas held the bag, the Bible says, and there wasn't anything in the bag. And all they had was a, a boy's lunch. And so he had no issue in considering buying food and feeding 5,000 men and their wives and their children, so a minimum of 15,000 people. And Jesus wanted to go out and buy food for them. Why would he even say that if he didn't have, them, have that kind of wealth available to him? Secondly, his clothes were the finest clothing made of one piece of thread top to bottom, the seamless garment of Christ. It was so fine, so extravagant, that the soldiers were gambling for his clothing at the foot of the cross. Now, I dare say no one's going to gamble for my clothes. No one's going to gamble to have anybody else's clothes unless they are, you know, some pretty serious threads. <laughs> so Jesus had... Uh, the finest clothing. He had a staff of 12 men, and he had to take care of them and their families. He had an accountant slash treasurer named Judas. Uh, you know, you don't have a uh, someone to manage your money unless you have so much money to manage that uh, that you can't do that. And so Jesus was... Very wealthy. I could go into much more, uh, but you get the picture. Jesus was very prosperous. And prosperity is part of the blessing from God. When you receive prosperity, you're receiving 
part of the blessing from God, the empowerment to prosper. And so the point I want to make today is that you have been set up to be blessed. This is what God has been speaking to me this week. You have been set up to be blessed. Jesus was constantly breaking curses and releasing blessing. Constantly breaking off curses and releasing the blessing of God. Every miracle Jesus did was the breaking of a curse and the releasing of a blessing. The the blind man who had no eyes, Jesus spit on the ground, made uh, two wads of mud, rolled them into into a ball, shoved them into the eye sockets, and prayed for the man, and eyes were formed. And so he broke the curse of blindness off of him and released the blessing of sight. Amen? Jesus is uh, J. Iris' daughter. Jesus speaks the word and breaks the curse of death off of her, and the blessing of life returns. Amen? To J. Iris' daughter. Uh, the woman with the issue of blood. Jesus broke that curse off of her and blessed her to be able to live without that curse. And remember, he said, woman, thou art loosed from the curse. Jesus tells his disciples, get into the boat. Let's go to the other side. That They get into a boat. The storm tries to sink them and tries to kill them all. Jesus stands up and rebukes the storm, cutting off the curse of death and releasing the blessing of life and peace. Now listen, I want to just encourage you. Jesus, some of you are going to walk in greater blessing as as God repositions you. Jesus said to his disciples, I want you to get into that boat and I want you to go to the other side. And They get into the boat, and a storm comes against them, tries to sink them. Now, when when you're obeying Jesus, storms will come to try to stop you. The curse of the enemy will try to come stop you. But if you know who you are in Christ, you can stand up and rebuke the curse, cut off the curse, and release the blessing of God against the uh, into your family and the. Turn the curse and reverse it back against the enemy. Listen, I believe God is setting you up to bless you in reversing every curse right now. This is part of going to a new level. This is part of your continual walk with the Lord. Jesus came to release life to you. And what that means is the continual upgrading of your life Life and life more and more abundantly. Amen? The continual breaking off of curses. That's part of the picture. Oftentimes, people will get saved. uh, They'll break through for a little while, and then they'll find a, a place where they can level off, where things aren't so bad. They can deal with certain things, but they accept a certain level of dysfunction in their lives. Listen, that's not what Jesus wants for you. Jesus wants you to walk in continual upgrade. He wants you to walk in continual uh, upgrade in in life and freedom. And I'm not just talking about 
I'm not talking about going from a bigger house to a bigger house to a bigger house. That's not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is new levels of freedom, new levels of anointing, new levels of liberty, new levels of humility, uh, new levels of expressing the love of God, new levels, amen? The continual breaking off of old curses, things that have existed, iniquities that have been in place for, for generations uh, in some cases, and breaking those things off and walking in abundant life, more life. Amen? One of my favorite people in the world is uh, Dr. Sharon Stone. Dr. Sharon Stone, uh, I met Dr. Sharon Stone when I was 16 years old. Uh, in Homestead, Florida, a place that was filled with poverty, uh, filled with all kinds of corruption and uh, many rotten things that, uh, that I grew up having to deal with. It was uh, the drug culture of the 80s and that sort of thing. And uh, that's, that was our atmosphere. That was our environment. And uh, Dr. Sharon Stone and her family moved to Homestead, Florida, and began to minister life to me uh, and, and to the entire church. But <clears throat> I really pressed into that. And uh, it, we began to strike up a friendship in Christ. And uh, she poured into me as a mentor and a, and a, uh, a leader in my life and began to, to uh, mentor me in the prophetic and, and uh, mentor me in uh, walking with Christ and, and coming up to another level. Uh, and so I say all that to say she is still going to new levels. You know, I had the privilege of, of visiting with her back in uh, November of last year, and uh, it was just a joy to be able to see the level of freedom and liberty and, and life that she's walking in and, uh, and to be able to share with her my heart as well, and, uh, and how God has done a great work over these years. And so uh, what we're called to do is go from level to level to level to level, and we're supposed to example that to others so that others can be fathered and mentored in those things as well. And so... That's what Jesus did. He, he did that for people everywhere he went. John chapter 8 and verse 32 says, You shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. I always like to say it like this, You shall know the truth, and the truth that you know shall make you free. Because that's literally what that sentence says. <clears throat> but the interesting part about that verse is in the original language that is a past, present, and future tense sentence. In other words, in the past you knew the truth, and the truth that you, were, that you received made you free. Today, you're still learning truth, and that truth has made you even more free, and tomorrow you're going to learn more truth. And the truth that you learn and know tomorrow will make you free more free. I want to express the heart and the mind of God to you regarding believing for God's greater blessing in your life. 
it doesn't all come down to money. I'm talking about levels of freedom and liberty. What is What price could you put on seeing your entire family free? Come on. God wants you to experience life and life more abundantly. Hosea prophesied in Hosea chapter 4 and verse 6, my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> for lack of knowing things. You shall know the truth. You get revelation knowledge. You know, I was watching, uh, I watched a clip of, of Joyce Meyer the other day, and she was saying, uh, the church needs to grow in revelation knowledge. We need to understand uh, uh, we we are designed to grow in revelation knowledge so that God can reveal more and more to us. You shall know or have knowledge of the truth. My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. You shall know the truth, and the truth that you know shall continually make you free. You know, the Bible says that Jesus, in Galatians chapter 3, Jesus became the curse for you and I so that we could receive the blessing of God. Cursed is everyone that hangs on the tree or the cross. And so Jesus, he became our sin and he became the curse. He became the curse so that we could become the blessing. We could become the blessed of God. You know, the prophetic is so important. So you can hear something that is outside your limited understanding of truth. Once again, where there's no vision, where there's no (coughs) free-flowing prophetic ministry from the prophets or prophetic vision or insight from God released into your life, where there's no uh, prophetic, people are uncovered, they're vulnerable, they're exposed to the enemy, and that empowers the curse when you're unprotected and you and the curse is empowered in your life then you cast off restraint and you end up going shipwrecked that's what that verse says and so where there's no prophetic release uh, uh people perish and they have no no covering and so in a world that's being overwhelmed with the constant force-feeding of bad news prognostications. Bad news. This is what's about to happen. I don't know how many times I've heard uh, World War III this week. Uh, just And I don't even watch the news. I don't even watch television. I can only imagine people who spend hours on that, how much they hear that. Uh, but that's... One of the lies being produced right now is the enemy wants to force the world <coughs> into World War III. Uh, I believe it. we are in a time of spiritual warfare. And if we will handle things properly as a church and we'll begin to pray and we'll begin to seek the hand of God, um, things can shift I even heard a prophet uh, prophesy about, um, y- you know, things shutting down and, and, 
evil prevailing in our nation. And when he said it, I thought, that is not the word of the Lord. That is not what God is saying over America. What God is saying is, I want you to prepare for highly unusual blessings to come your way. Now, do I believe that the enemy uh, can overplay his hand and God can allow uh, evil uh, to receive and reap what they've sown? Uh, And I've already prophesied many times about how uh, in Egypt, the curses or the the plagues that came against Egypt, the people of God were safe in Goshen. And we may see some of that. But I believe this. (coughs) The church can still determine the outcome of things how severe or how limited it can be. And in some ways, uh, people don't turn to God and pray. They don't believe for revival. They don't accept revival. Uh, Their hearts are not open to it until things get difficult. Uh, And and that we may see some of that, and that may spawn a greater level of uh, awakening and revival. But I'm going to say it again, don't be overwhelmed by the constant force-feeding of bad news from the media. God wants you to prepare for highly unusual blessings from him, and don't discount yourself for whatever reason. Jesus paid the price in full, but we have to be believers. I place before you a choice, the blessing or the curse. That's the choice. We have to be believers. We must know the truth. And then the truth that we know and we obey is the truth that will make us free. You know, the Bible says that God will prepare a feasting table for us in the presence of our enemies. I believe that's what's happening right now. Elijah had to confront false prophets (coughs) of Baal. And that's what that, it's not just Baal. It's Baala. It is the same spirit. It is the same uh, demonic power. But Elijah had to confront the false prophets of Baala and prove their utter impotence. And listen to me. I began by saying we are in a spiritual war right now. And this battle has been raging for thousands of years. And Elijah stood up on Mount Carmel and defeated the false prophets, and he did it, listen to me, before the entire nation. I'm finishing this prophetic message tonight by declaring, get ready for the enemies of God to be humiliated in full view of everybody again. Get ready for the enemies of God to be completely humiliated in full view of everyone once again. Get ready to see God arise and his enemies scattered. Believe God and be established right now. Believe his prophets and so shall you prosper. Amen. Amen. Like I said, I'm going to continue this teaching next Friday. And I'm so grateful for every one of you that stay tuned in and stay plugged into what we're doing 
and, and supporting what we're doing here. <coughs> Everybody who stands with us, I want to thank you all for continuing to support this ministry. If you desire to give an offering or, and you want to support the work here, uh, you can give your offering in all kinds of different ways, but the easiest way is probably text giving. We've set this up. Uh, you can text any number uh, to the number 84321, any offering number, so that uh, it, it's easy. You text the do- dollar symbol, then whatever amount, uh, to the number 84321. And listen, every amount counts. If it's $5, punch the devil in the eye with $5. Uh, you know, if it's $500, uh, you, you know, decapitate an enemy with that offering. Whatever you need to do, you know, uh, every amount counts and every dollar goes to work for the kingdom of God. And so, again, that number is 84321. And so it's very easy. Uh, many of you uh, understand the prophetic very well. Uh, and I just want to encourage you, uh, if you're watching online on social media, uh there's a there's a link there that you can click on. You can give that way as well. Uh, but when somebody's making a negative comment, uh, feel free to uh, shoot down those negative comments. Feel free to interact and help someone to understand truth. It's the truth that they'll that their eyes will open up to that they'll understand and know that'll set them free. Amen. Amen. So you can click on the link there in the comment section if you're watching on social media. If you would like to mail in your offering, you can do that by mailing it to Life Point Church. <clears throat> Remember, Life Point has an E on the end. Life Point Church, P.O. Box 1822, Hendersonville, Tennessee, 37077. That's Life Point Church, P.O. Box 1822, Hendersonville, Tennessee, 37077. Or if you prefer, you can go to our website at lifepointchurch.cc and there's a link uh, that you can click on, a giving link that you can click on and give that way. Uh, And as I said earlier, please take advantage of this resource and put your prayer requests on the prayer wall there. Let us pray. As a prophet, I have an anointing for prayer. And I believe prophets uh, need to use their anointing for prayer to help the people of God, and that's part of our calling. And so let me pray with you. Let me agree with you. I believe supernatural debt elimination is part of the prophet's mantle, and God can cause your little jar of oil to continue to pour until all your containers are full, all your bills are paid, and you have more than enough to live on for the rest. Amen? Just like Elijah did for the widow woman. He canceled her debt, And she was able to live on the remaining continual overflow. Amen. I want to also invite you uh, to come worship with us this Sunday at 4 p.m. right here in Hendersonville at 403 Walton Ferry Road. Very easy to find. uh, 403 Walton Ferry Road. It's right off of Main Street. It's 4 p.m. on Sunday. Again, it's going to be a powerful time in the kingdom. God really is moving in strong worship in our services. Our worship is unbelievable. It's so uh, contemplative. It's so deep. It's so, um, the presence of the anointing is so strong. People are being delivered during worship. And uh, 
If you have uh, sons or daughters that are uh, having a difficult time, bring them to worship. Get there early and let the presence uh, of the anointing begin to destroy the yoke. Amen. Uh, the worship is incredible. The prophetic words, I, I prophesy every service, uh, teach strong prophetic uh, teaching. <coughs> we have a very anointed uh, children's ministry, and uh, I want to encourage you to bring somebody who really needs to hear a word from the Lord, or bring somebody who needs a miracle healing. God is moving, and it's very powerful. And uh, I just want to invite you again, Sunday at 4 p.m., Life Point Church, at 403 Walton Ferry Road, right here in Hendersonville. You don't want to miss it. If you're here, you should come for a visit. Amen. I also want to thank uh, Mike Lindell for being such a blessing to this ministry. Uh, he's made available <coughs> some great products uh, for our audience only uh, on both of his websites, MyPillow.com and MyStore.com. And if you'll use... If you'll use the promo code MARTY, M-A-R-T-Y, uh, you'll receive a, discount, a deep discount on everything you purchase. Again, I want to tell you that the uh, coffee is incredible. Uh, it's called My Coffee. It's so smooth. It's organic. Uh, it's excellent, and it is affordable. And so, especially when you get the discount kicked in. Some people prefer, prefer to call in their order. Uh, we've got a, a line dedicated directly to uh, to this audience, and that number is 800-859-2938, 800-859-2938. Remember to use the promo code MARTY and receive uh, your discount. Right now there is the uh, release of the new MyPillow 2.0, <laughs> new technology so that your pillow actually stays cool. All night long, you won't have to flip the pillow or anything like that. So it's it's really a great opportunity. And right now, buy one, get one free. Uh, when you do that, you are supporting Speak Life. You get great products made right here in the USA. And it's a blessing to Mike Lindell, who in turn blesses uh, this show in response. And so I want to remind you, can, you can always catch the show every Friday night, 7 p.m. Central Time, on Facebook, YouTube, and on Rumble, we're live uh, every Friday night, 7 p.m. Central Time. And please help us by telling others uh, so that they can tune in and be blessed by the broadcast as well. Uh, we also have a podcast, the Speak Life Podcast. And you can find that on Charisma Podcast Network, Spotify, uh, iTunes, wherever you uh, get your podcasts, we're going to be there. Uh, please take a moment and give us a good review, a five-star review. Uh, help us to continue to get the word out there. Uh, remember to follow us on all social media platforms, uh, whether it's YouTube or Facebook or uh, Twitter or Getter or Truth, uh, whatever the social media platform, just look for at Marty Layton. That's at Marty Layton. Follow me on all social media and uh, I look forward to seeing you there. I'm, I'm, I'm posting stuff all the time now, so uh, please follow us on all uh, social media platforms. And I want to thank you again for tuning in to Speak Life. And remember, Proverbs 18.21 declares that the tongue has the power of life and death. Now think about that. Your tongue has the power of life and death. 
and those who love it will eat its fruit. And so I want to encourage you, always remember to speak life. Amen. We'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to Speak Life with Marty Layton. Please help us spread hope and share this podcast with a friend. Join us again as we speak life into our world. Thank you.